Bang! Welcome back. It's been a long two weeks. Very sorry to all of those who missed us. We, um, yeah, here we are again. I'm sure you're all excited for this. <laughs> Mate, my phone is not stopping. Ringing. When are you back? When are you going to do the pod again? Fucking hell, I don't know what to do without you. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is it, boys and ladies and gents and everyone in between. We're back, baby. We're back. So untie, unhook that noose from the ceiling and <laughs> let's get ready to go again. Al, how's how are you feeling, mate? New New Year, New You, or yeah, because I yeah. fucking hope so. <laughs> Couple New Year's resolutions already out the window. Which ones were they? I said I'd give up the pod, <laughs> and here I am. We got close, didn't we? <laughs> and you said no COVID this year. I said no COVID and uh, bang, week one of 2024, it got me. That'll teach you for kissing your dad on the lips at midnight on New Year's Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck me. Good to see you. Good to see you. Did he pull up, old Mars? Did he pull up all right? Yeah, well, he uh, obviously had COVID before me, so he's <laughs> he uh, had more time to recover, so he's all good. He was a super spreader event in the Caruso household. Yeah, yeah, especially when you, what's the word? Uh, Croatian. Yeah, that's the one. All right, let's um, let's get going. NBA, here we are again. 2024. What's what's what have we missed the last couple of weeks, Alex? What have we not well, been able to tell our viewers, listeners? In in the uh, two weeks we've had off, do you know how many games there's been? Thousands. Two thousand three hundred and forty-eight games. Wow, I was I was close. Yeah, you were close, but. The big one, which... Oh, God, which, mate, you've which, built suspense which, there. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going. No, the big one that actually happened two weeks ago mm-hmm. when we initially recorded, I think it happened the day of our last pod, so we're a bit behind the eight ball there, but Steph Curry lost his three-point streak. Oh, yeah, this is a big one. What? He, so, wait, what was the streak? He had... He would... He had a consecutive streak of games where he hit a three in all of them at least, yeah? At least a three, yeah, yeah. In, in each of these games. And it went for 268 games. And Fuck he lost it. So it what, to... that's one week of basketball? <laughs> yeah, it was one week. <laughs> a quiet week in the NBA, 268 <laughs> games. Um, He was 0 for 8 from three-point range, 2 for 12 overall in the game against Fuck. my beloved Trailblazers. Um, and he had been on that streak of at least a three in every game since December, 1st of December, 2018. Wow. Yeah, that's... 2018. That's unreal. So, yeah, see you, Kerry. What, um, has he, has he got his streak rolling again, or has he... I think he had until today when he actually didn't hit a three again today, so it's the wheels all... have come off. He's truly lost it. He's... he's... He's not the shooter he once was, huh? 
Yeah, Curry's gone mild. <laughs> it's gone from That's a vin- vindaloo to a korma. That's how I like it, to be fair. Yeah, you but how um mild stuff. how unreal's uh, Thompson been from three as of late though? Clay. Yeah, it seems like he's picking up where Curry's pigeon. Curry's left off. He's been splashing. Yeah, yeah, Clay has been shooting a bit better. He's had a, a mixed bag since he came back from injury. Well, I can't remember when that was two seasons ago. Or, um, but yeah. yeah, he has been shooting well of late, so we'll give him props for that. But what other big things have happened, mate? Um, I wanted to touch on Lakers since the in-season tournament. So, um, what in-season tournament ended a couple, maybe a week before we went on Christmas, yeah? Yeah, somewhere around then. I think start of December. Yeah, right. So, yeah, Lakers obviously won that um that tournament. Um, and they were they were flying as well and in the season. But um, since that win, they've gone very very cold um they as of today they were three and nine but they jagged a good win against the clippers today in the la derby so it's put them to four and nine for their record since the in-season tournament win and still that's just you don't expect that really from a team that win that inaugural tournament and Mm. and and you know have found themselves in a in a negative record now and they sit 11th i think in in the in the standings which is yeah yeah not, not good enough is it they're not where they should be um given nah. the, the team they have and i reckon before the trade deadline which i think isn't miles away now i reckon there'll be a big clear out and some big ins at, at lakers because they seem to be pretty good at that oh they're always they're always very busy in the trade period so yeah i definitely expect some players to to come in and some to go out. Who who are you thinking will 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 be out? Um, Deange is an obvious one. I think he's dropped out of the starting lineup, probably rather unfairly, really, because mm-hmm. I think everyone else has been just as shit as him. But mm-hmm. he's dropped out of the starting lineup, and I think he's good enough to start at a team. So yeah, um, absolutely. Wouldn't be surprised if he moves on. Maybe Christian Wood. Yeah, hasn't really found a place at the Lakers, has he? Nah, so disappointing. Since he left Houston, where he was almost the main man a couple of years ago, admittedly they weren't very good at the time, but he was starting and putting up decent numbers, and mm-hmm. he's just not found a home since nah. then. So, uh, yeah, maybe he'll be on the move. But I don't know about the others. Uh, like, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's like, Levine, is he going to go there? There's talks of that. Deontay Murray talks of him moving on and maybe going to the Lakers. So yeah, I right. think they're a team to watch around the deadline. Yeah, I guess it depends who comes in because if someone of a calibre like Levine or DeJounte is coming in, you, you're probably giving a lot up. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Um, all right, cool. What else? We've got, we got a lot to get through. So that's... Well, on that trade note, we had the Ananobi trade, OG. Oh, um, yeah. So can you just explain how, because I don't actually know, how long is this trade period open for? And when knows. did it open? Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, fuck uh, knows, mate. I'm not here for the crucial details, the the fine print. That's your job. I just give the big news, um, which is OG Ananobi from Raptors to the mm-hmm. Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, First of all, what does Nick stand for? What is it short for? Um, Nicholas. 
Saint Nicholas. Yes, Nicholas Cage. He was the founder of the team. It's Knickerbockers, mate, which I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, Ananobi has joined the New York Knickerbockers from the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. Um, and gone the other way is RJ Barrett, the Canadian. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Quickly and two a second round pick. So uh, Achua and Flynn also included on the Raptors end going to Knicks. Um, I feel but, like I feel like that's a good trade for both teams. Yeah, you could argue both get better. Um, a bit disappointing for RJ Barrett. I think he was at one point going to be their guy and then has never really got uh, fully going at the Knicks. So nah. I'm hoping going home back to Canada, across the border. Um, shout out Dave Lee. But I think he uh, <laughs> will do better there. Yeah, I um well he's he started he started great. Um I think he had a thirty five point game today. So um yeah, it's it's good to see RJ somewhere where he might be considered as the top or second sort of main scorer in a team. Yeah. I feel like yeah, he definitely didn't didn't get there at Knicks. Um but yeah, he's super talented, so we'll see what happens to him. But I also think Emmanuel Quickly is a very underrated point Baller. guy. Yeah. Yeah. And was playing in the second unit at Knicks and now gets an opportunity to be that um, uh, first-team point guard. Um, yeah, I think that's a cool opportunity. And they've got a real young core now, which is nice. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it just wasn't working Schroeder in the points, so I think that's a really uh, good move by um, Raptors getting in you know, a young point guard that can potentially be a franchise player. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and he started well too, so... And I yeah. think they're they're three and one since the trade, so yeah. I think um, yeah they uh, they've done well. I think both teams get better. I think Knicks get a player in Ananobi who can guard one of the elite talents in the league come yeah, finals and those bigger sure. playoff games. Uh, I think they're a star off the bench away though from being a real genuine competitor because lost quickly. Who was arguably in six man a year conversation. Yeah. Um, and they'll need to replace some of that more point scoring off the bench. So. Yeah, I I agree. That's definitely where their weakness is, but they've got a very very solid starting five. Um, yeah. And you're right. That was the allure of getting OG in, um, and getting Barrett out. You know, they've got two scorers already in Randall and. And Brunson, who are putting up big numbers, and they needed someone there that's an elite defender, and that's yeah. what OG brings. So yeah, I, I think it's a win for both teams, and um, yeah, hopefully we see more trades happen in in this period because yeah. I fucking I love the trade period. It is good to see. I think watch this space with with Brogdon and maybe going to the Knicks. Um, oh yeah, I reckon he could be that sixth man off the bench, and I reckon Portland don't want the most hefty price for him, so. Could be a candidate six man at the Knicks. Heard it fair here first. Fair shout, fair shout. Um, and yeah, speaking of Toronto Raptors, they made the trade on the back of, I think it was, or, or just after, losing to Pistons. And Pistons, our boys, broke their streak against the Raptors. 28 games in a row they'd lost until facing the Raptors. And they did it. They they broke their duck. Broke their duck and they also uh, ended uh, what was an NBA record for losing streak, right? Yes, yeah, they, they uh, yeah, ended with the mega losing streak in the NBA. Is it the most ever? Most ever, yeah. 28 Fuck. losses in a row. Shit, so that, Pistons in that game were the meteor 
and the raptors, <laughs> raptors got taken out. So if you're familiar with your history of Big Bangs and such, was that the Big Bang? Uh, no. Nah, I don't I'm think pretty it was. sure the Big Bang is what created existence. Yeah. In general, well, mate, but there, yeah. The, we, the, could, we could ask Stephen Hawkins, but he's <laughs> busy on Epstein's <laughs> Island. <laughs> Have you Fuck. seen all that? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Fuck Christ. Me. Yeah, we won't get into that. Let's not get into that. But yeah, speaking of bangs, mate, speaking of bangs, I've just got a good segue for each bit here. Jar. (laughs) Jar Moran back with a bang. With an absolute bang, no puns intended. But, wow. What what do we say? We said when Jar was coming back, how many of those 10 next games Grizzlies would win? Yeah, I believe you said all 10. <laughs> I did, yeah, after I, a little bit of a poke from you. Some coercion from me. But I think I originally said six, and I believe that in those first 10 games, they won seven. Did they? Yeah. Has I there think... been seven games since then? Oh, it's been more since then. Shit. But in those 10, when he came back, I'm pretty sure they they won seven out of those 10. They really turned it around. Yeah, they do. They look to be back. They're still lingering near the bottom, but I would think that would change. Um, so I think they'll be chuffed to have him back. I think even just, yeah, like him being back um, is just brought now a motivate, uh, not motivation. Um, what's the word? Momentum. Yeah. Like even today, they won without Jar. He had a he had a rest with some shoulder complaint, but you can see they've just got a bit of momentum and a bit of zip now. Like. And it's just good to see because they're a talented team. So it creates a bit more hunger, doesn't it, for for spots and Smart coming back in as well shouldn't be overlooked because he's a very solid defensive player. Uh, and he scored twenty eight today. I think, yeah, so yeah, he did. Did it on the offensive end. Yeah. So yeah, Grizzlies on a little bit of a climb. So we'll... ready for my next segue, mate. Yep, got it. Well, after we've just spoke about the Grizzlies. Did you see Taylor Jenkins running on the court when the Grizzlies played the Lakers the other day? I did not, and I don't know who Taylor Jenkins is. Taylor Jenkins is a a very classic old-timey sounding name. Is he a bear? Is that the segue (laughs) here? (laughs) Nah, he is. He's got some bearish uh, features, but he is the Grizzlies head coach. Um, Oh, yeah. So what what had happened was Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh, yeah, I did was see this. In a, well, we call him Triple J on this show, but um, yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr. was on the deck with LeBron James, sort of in a bit of a tangle. LeBron, the the coach of the Grizzlies, thinks that LeBron threw an elbow at Triple J's head. Mm-hmm. Um, so he like they the ball comes out, spills out this little little frackers on the ground and. Um, I can't. I think it's Terrain Prince, the Lakers small forward, is dribbling up the court, and he sees Taylor Jenkins. He's run on. He's frustrated. Oh, he's lost his mic. Um, he <laughs> run... <laughs> that's, Sorry, that's Sorry, karma, not Taylor Jenkins. It's so good. Yeah, go <laughs> um, and uh, and Prince sort of beelines towards Jenkins, who's like remonstrating on the sort like on the court. He's sort of running up to the ref, and fucking like he gets tacked. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I explained. No, I said, no, that was, look, I might have interrupted you with my little mic (laughs) problem there, but that was, no, it was like I was there, mate. Well done. Yeah, thanks, man. 
Uh, so basically, he ran on the court because yeah. he was frustrated with a decision that didn't go their way and Terrain Prince beelined to him because I think if they make contact with the coach, that's an automatic tag. Yeah, right. But again, I'm not here for the fine print. That's your job. So you'll give us a rule update on that next week, no yeah, doubt. Absolutely. All right. So cool. What's the what's the segue into the next bit from that? The mate? next segue... Now I'm thinking how I can do this. Are you familiar with... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have a segue for this, but... Cool. Um, Chris Paul also has an old-timey sounding name. Arguably, uh, here's the segue. Taylor Jenkins is two first names. Sure. Sort of. And Chris Paul... Also, two first names. Nice, mate. Well, I don't save. know too many people called Jenkins, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's probably a couple of war vets out there, but that's about it. Oh, we've done that, mate. Military vet or NBA player. We won't get into that. Chris Paul, the point guard for Golden State, broke his hand the other day. He did. So, And you are a medical professional. Give me the timeline of when he'll be expected back. I think it's like... Six to eight weeks, generally, for a broken hand. Correct, mate. I have no idea, but I'll go with that. Six <laughs> to eight weeks. Um, big out for them. I think he just moved into the starting lineup because they're sort of experimenting with things. So, mm-hmm. um, not what you want if you're a Warriors fan. No, he's an important player, important veteran and leader on the team. So, yeah, they'll they'll definitely miss him. Yep. And then my next segue is Chris Paul used to play for the Suns and the Suns are shaping up. (laughs) Not today. Not today, yeah. Aside from today, but they did start to find their groove and started to look like a a solid team for a change, which they hadn't looked all season until now. But Durant came back in and fucked them. Yeah, he did. So, Yeah, they, they really struggled today. Uh, against the Grizzlies, um, and we spoke about them being without Jar today. But um, yeah, I don't know. It just I feel like it's not working. The big three. Yeah, I don't know how many games they've had together. Not many. Small sample size, but not many. But I don't think they've. I don't think it's been like they've won many as the big three either. Yeah, I think it's probably a, a bit of a work in progress as to who takes on what role because obviously mm. you've got to facilitate and then you've got to have one main scorer and then a secondary option mm. Mm. and I, I feel like they're not quite got that balance right do you think it'll come good or do you think it isn't going to work well I'm not sure I think they have to definitely take into account how well they've done without the big three you know and maybe yeah. there's room to offload one and, and bring in some something someone else I don't know maybe yeah. more of a defensive-minded player. Um, yeah, I don't know. But regardless, something's working because they've, they've been playing some decent basketball and they've got themselves into a good position on the, the the ladder at the moment. Yeah, they have. I don't know where they are on the ladder. Let's have a look. They're top, they're top six, I think, or top eight. Close, they're ninth. Fuck, they must have <laughs> dropped a few then today. <laughs> Close, fuck, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got his foot in his mouth on camera. No, um, last time I checked, I swear they were like sixth or seventh. But yeah, must have. They're ninth, but today. they're nineteen and seventeen, so they're a bit over five hundred. Yeah. Um, 
which is solid. And I think they will get going. I mean, no. next segue, are you ready? Oh, yeah, go on it. Or you, you got something you want to say, mate? I was just going to say Nurk has been a baller for the Suns. So yeah. as, long, as long as they keep him, they're going to be fine. Yeah, Nurk has been balling out. Not not old dominating DeAndre Ayton, who went to Portland in the Nurk trade. Um, yeah, no. Nah, has, hey. has not been dominating. He's actually got tendonitis. Yeah, right. Unlucky so, for him. Yeah. All right, what's um, the next segue, mate? Let's, the let's next wrap this segue up. Is, are you familiar with Jordan's flu game? No. You know, Michael Jordan, he had that famous flu game where he was really sick, but he played and, and sort of lifted the balls to this big win. Nah, I, I get, I'm, I'm sure it happened, though. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did that against Utah Jazz. Yeah. And Utah Jazz have a player called Jordan. Jordan yeah. Clarkson, yeah. who recorded a triple-double the other day. Yes, and what is a triple-double? Triple-double is what Draymond Green never will get. He's <laughs> triple-single. Um, no, triple-double is when you get at least double figures in three different stats. And I just found out recently that you can get it without getting 10 points. Yeah, you can get it with steals. Steals blocks. and blocks, yeah. yeah. Uh, Draymond, Draymond's had one of those, to be fair. Yeah, he's had a 10-steal game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't get 10 points, no. that's mad. Um, but yeah, Jordan Clarkson recorded the first trip dub um, since 2008 for Utah. Yeah, wow. That's, that's and he got it off the bench. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's crazy. I was going to ask you, though, he got it, so he needed one rebound. Mm-hmm. with a few minutes left and it, they were sort of in a blowout win mm-hmm. so the coach left him out there to get this rebound and he did he managed to get it in the next couple of minutes but what's your take on that do you agree with coaches leaving these guys out there to stat pad um well it's it's just it's weird um like if it has no real influence on the game I don't really get it but, I mean, if your player wants to stroke their ego and, I don't know, do something that makes them feel good about themselves, maybe that's a, a good play by the coach. Yeah. Does it, like, I don't know, should right. it be up to the player? Yeah, I think so. Like I said, if it's not going to influence the game, I think that's just a decision you make and you go, all right. And maybe it was a good thing. Maybe it's a bit of a morale boost for the team as well. They've got a player that's done that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's there's pros and cons because I just think, imagine he got injured, goes up for a rebound, rolls his ankle or something, misses a bunch of time. Yeah, it's not really worth it. Can't live life like that, mate. You know, oh. you, just, you gotta you gotta just go for it sometimes. I reckon. Thanks, um, Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> Who? <laughs> 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 Who gave you a hat? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I knew he said his first name was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, mate. Said Gandhi, I probably would have known who you meant. <laughs> Gandhi? Uh, well, oh, that's it for my segues, but I nice. did have any other points you wanted to go into the NBA, mate? Nah, 
I think I think we'll cap it there, mate. There's plenty I more that some... happened, but that's that's all the important stuff. I have some trivia for you before we move on. So oh, play damn. along at home in your cars or in your trams and trains. Um, this is <laughs> stat leaders of the NBA so far this year. Ooh. And I'll be asking you, Carmine. Ooh, go on. I, I might is, do all right here. I'll give you some clues as well if you need them, but I, I need to keep it short and snappy, so no more than three guesses, please, per, right. per thing. All right. Um, who is leading the NBA with 34.6 points per game on average? It's got to be either Embiid or Yanis. Is it one of them? Which one are you locking in, mate? I'm going to lock in Embiid. Embiid is correct for five yeah. points. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, Embiid is played. He's played twenty-seven games, averaging thirty-four minutes at thirty-four point six points. Which my math ain't the best, but that's at least a point a minute. It's up there, mate. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Yep, 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 yep. Good so, stuff. Uh, my next question for you, mate. Yep. Who is leading the league? In offensive rebounds. Oh, I think it's... Is it Daron Sharp? He's averaging five per game. Is it Daron Sharp? It's not Daron Sharp. Daron Sharp is 12th. Oh, um... Do you want some clues, mate? Uh, is it someone from the Warriors? It's not. Do you want some other clues, eh? Yeah, go on. He's... Averaging 26 minutes a game, 11.6 points per game. Mm-hmm. He's shooting 58% from the field. It's not bad. 0% from three because he's not attempted one. He's not attempted one. Um, well, that takes AD out of the equation. He's 2.7 free throws a game, 10.8 rebounds a game, mm. 1.1 assists. Is it Zoo? It's not Zubach, he's seven. Fuck. Give I'm going to give you one more guess, mate. Give me, a, give me a conference. Eastern Conference. I know you struggle with your conferences. We've been down this road before. <laughs> but I'm, there is only I'm, two. I've worked on that. Uh, what state? <laughs> what state it is? Uh, I don't think I'll tell you that, mate, because it will give it away. It's a female's oh. name. Janice. <laughs> Giannis. Uh nah, I give up. Who is it? Clint Capella. Oh, is it? Yep. Clint Capella. Fair play. Oh, actually they did say that when I watched the Hawks game the other day. Yep. Five offensive rebounds a game. Pretty solid. That is. Next person on the list is only averaging three point five and that's Rudy Gobbert. Wait. How's that a girl's name? Clint Capella. Georgia, mate, the state. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, close. Yeah. I thought, okay. Yep. Close. Uh, now, just rebounds. Who's averaging the most rebounds in the league? 12.8. AD? AD is number two. Oh, um, oh Demantis, Sabonis. Correct. Hell yeah. Put some dings in there. Uh, who else we got? Assists. Who's averaging the most assists in the league? I think this one's pretty oh, easy. Tyrese. Tyrese Halliburton. Halle Burton. How many is he uh, averaging? Is it, like, is it like 13.5? 13.5? Uh, 
12.7, mate. Ooh. 12.7 assists a game, which is pretty handy, I would mm, say. That is very handy. Uh, what else we got? Who's leading the league with steals per game? Um, is 2.4 ha- per game. Is that yeah, Harden? It's not Harden the fuck up. <laughs> um, it's not smart. No. He's usually good at them. Um, Western, Eastern. West. West. Double-barreled, second name is your clue. Wait, let me give you some other stats. I think you'll get it. 31.5 points per game he's averaging, which is fucking high. Uh, He's shooting 54.7% from the field. He is averaging 3.53 attempts per game. It's it's Kawhi, isn't it? It's not Kawhi. He averages 8.6 free throw attempts a game. Western Conference, double-barreled last name. Um, double-barreled last name. It is. Oh, what can I think? What can I think? Um, One of his last names is Elite. That's that's one of his names, Elite. Yep. There's no one in the NBA that's got a name, Elite. It is Shea Gilgis Alexander, and Alexander oh, is the elite bit of the name, mate. You wanker. Yeah, right. Is he leading in... Fuck, he's been really good this year, then. That's minus 20 points off your scores. You're now in the minuses. Um, who is leading the league in blocks per game? Um, 3.3 blocks a game. Could be AD. It's a big fella, I'll give you that. Yeah, it's Davis. Davis. Oh. Davis number four on the list. Is uh, Brooke Lopez? It's not Brooke. He's is number two on the list. Uh, Jaron Jackson? It is not Jaron Jackson, who is number 11. Fuck me. That's a minus 25, which is, is, I don't know what you're on, but it's is it, low. Is, uh, is, uh, is it Claxton? If, you, if someone wins... Something you could say they're a victor, and this is Victor Wembenyama. Ah, cool. Oh, three point three. Fuck, he's leading. Yeah, right. Fair play. That's great for a rookie. I've got one more for you, mate. Go on, mate. One more, and it's turnovers. Who is turning the ball over the most per game in the NBA? Has to be a fucking Nets player. The way they're playing. Think girl's name. (laughs) Is it Trey? It is Trey Young. Four point yeah. three turnovers a game. Yeah, right. And that's a that's a weird stat for someone who gets like averaging ten assists as well. And that is a wrap for this week's NBA segment. Not Thank you for coming stuff. and we'll see you in three hundred games time, which is next week. Fucking oath, man. Fucking oath. Alright, let's um let's move on then. We got a, I got a quiz for you. As well. Oh, from one quiz to another? To another, mate. And it's going to be our creation mode of the week quiz. Oh, fuck. I knew you'd do something like this. Mate. Is this going to be including the previous ones? We're going to find out, aren't we? Fuck. Mate. 
It's look, it's a new year. It's a new age for you. For those who don't know, Alex uh, had his birthday on the 30th of December. So he's a year older now. Um, And I just didn't want to overload you with all these new things happening. I didn't want to give you another new word this week. Yep. What I wanted to see is if this segment is actually doing anything, whether we keep, if if it's working, whether we keep it or scrap it, because the idea of it was to educate. And um, I want to see how much you've learned. All right, so it we're going to go. It's not working well. We're going to go through the old, all of the words that we've done so far. There's um, nine of them, and yep. you're going to you're going to tell me, uh, yeah, what what the what the word means in English. All you right? Say that there's nine of them. That's German, mate. Yeah. All right, mate. Um, we're going to start with the easy one. All right. Yeah. You should know this one. All right. What easy. does super mean? Super. This can be found at the supermarket in the first half of the word. It means super. Bang. Correct. Correct. Um, those who are listening as well, make sure you're playing at home and you know testing to see if you've been educated by this segment too. Um, yep. All right. Next word. Yep. We're going to go in order from when we release them, all right? Oh, this is easy. Easy? Yeah. Easy. Right. So the second word we did was guzitsa. Now, what does that mean? Because it's, uh, I actually remember this one quite fondly. Yeah? It is the arse. It is correct. Well done, mate. All right, two from two. Two from two so far. Gluteus Maximus. All right. Word three. Oh, you'd like this one. Vragolian. Vragolian. See how many pronunciations improve, mate? Vragolian. Perfect. Perfect. You've been practicing. I don't remember this being the third week. I thought Gallup was was up there. Nah, Gallup was the week after, mate. Well, why are you there? You can tell us what Gallup means. Gallup is seagull. Or? Or or pervert. There you go. Bang, correct. Or cheeky, cheeky Carmen. And then Vragolian was... Vragolian was that. That was like a larrikin. Yeah, good. Good work. I'll tell you what. Four from four. It's working Stevie Wonders on me this... uh, So far, we keep in this segment. Yep. Um, Sadly. All right, so you had Galeb, and then we had another bird after that, which was Kukavitsa. Yes, and, that, and that's cuckoo clock, mate. Yeah, it's, well, it's a... It's cuckoo, <laughs> Again, yeah. it's a cuckoo bird. It's cuckoo bird, which doesn't exist. And it's also what? Ah, uh, it's not Snickers ice cream, because that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> cuckoo. Was there was another cu- meaning for this? Yeah, it had two meanings. So Kukavitsa was a cuckoo bird and it also was a... Like a show-off. Nah. Nah. The clog. Nah, it was a coward. Coward, that's right. That's why I can't remember it because I'm so brave. All right, so you're four from four, which means you're four from five now. Wait, wait, hold on. That doesn't four from that five. doesn't count. Not the coward bit because that's not in my vocabulary. Because I'm tough. <laughs> All right, good segue. The next one was Mashichi. Fuck, I definitely can't remember that Mashichi. I just I just gave you a clue saying that this was a good segue from the last thing you said. That's right. No, you're right. <laughs> it was uh, Mashichi. Oh. Just... What was How the many... last thing you said before I said it's a good segue? 
something about being tough? I said I'm not a coward. I'm brave, mate. Yeah, but you, you said you're tough. Yeah. There's the clue. Fuck oh, you. you. Strong. Rashid's <laughs> 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 his muscles. That's what I said. Oh, mate, four from six. We're, it's getting close to sacking the that, segment. Mate, that definitely is a word in my vocabulary, muscles. All right, here we go. Number seven. This is a good word related to you. Tverdog love. <laughs> I remember this one sounding silly. Tverdog love. Only <laughs> <laughs> sounds silly when you say it, mate. <laughs> I can't remember at all. Oh, is it? mate. It was hard-headed. Call it off. Call hard, it off. Hard-headed hard or stubborn. No, again, just not in my vocabulary, mate. You're f- you're... And then you're mate, Lachlan. You're four from seven, mate. You got, you're getting to fucking Lakers numbers here. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, Lockie. <laughs> shout out, Lockie. <laughs> Next one, you ready? Yeah, it be. Umoran. Fuck, these these are the most recent ones as well. Fuck, hey, Moran. (laughs) Oh, I feel like I'm at school. You know when you sit there and exam and you go, I have read this, but I can't remember a thing. Nah, I used to nail exams, bro. Yeah, you you are the medical examiner. All right, well, Moran, too late, mate. It means tired. I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. Yeah. I Four from eight. Four, this, this next one is gonna se- determine whether we salvage this segment or not. <laughs> you've you've got to be, you've got to be over fifty percent for us to keep this going. All right, ready? Surely. Surely Sret- is yes. Sret- <laughs> Sretan Bozic. Merry Christmas. Hey, we're alive. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year if you come instead. Good work, mate. You were five from nine there. Five from nine. That's not bad numbers. Honestly, it's not, that's, it's that's not bad. With my three points sort of makes in a game. It was surprising that you got all the ones from the earlier early ones. on. Yeah, it just shows, I think, my t- the teaching qualities been a bit poorer in the last few weeks um maybe it's dropping off (laughs) (laughs) yeah well maybe that's on me to pick it up mate but we'll uh we'll bring it back next week with a new word and um hope all of you out there did much better than alex and are learning from our creation word of the week how many words are we going to learn this year then well that depends on how many episodes yeah if we do 50 episodes mate we'll we'll do 50 because it is creation word of the week we are probably not make it a 50 then. I highly doubt it, but we'll try. <laughs> anyway, moving on. All right, let's move on. Uh, what we got? Oh, yeah, that's we Stingleberry. Have... So, EPL, baby, and it has been a lot of games, a busy, festive period. I can't remember where we left off. 
Uh, I do remember... Somewhere with Liverpool near the top of the ladder, I think. Liverpool, yes, yep. Um, The one thing I did want to say to any Liverpool fans listening, I wanted to congratulate them and just wanted to check in on how they're doing. Because I did forget that uh, apparently medals and trophies are handed out in December now. So congratulations. (laughs) Because apparently you don't have to wait to the end of the season. You just rest on your laurels. Um, Or you can play the whole year and end up bottling it. We'll see, mate. I appreciate the congratulations, though. We'll take it. Yeah, yeah, you would. That's what all Liverpool fans just living in the past. Um, Just watch this space, mate. Watch this space. There was no EPL this weekend in particular because it was FA Cup. Um, mm-hmm. So we won't recap that because we're an EPL Strictly show. Um, yes, so we won't recap that Liverpool uh, went through to the fourth round after Liverpool beating Arsenal. did go through that again. Doesn't finish till May, mate. So. How are man you travelling the FA Cup? Oh, We've got a game tomorrow against Wigan, mate, and it'll probably be another easy W for the lads. Fair play, fair play. I thought you were out. <laughs> no, no, that's the League Cup and the Champions League, mate. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot. That's everything else, yeah. Yeah, that's everything else <laughs> and the Premier League. Um, yeah. But Liverpool drew with Arsenal on the 24th of December, which was a battle of the big guns. Yeah, in the last Premier League game that we left off at, yeah? That was that would have been the week of our last show, I think. Yeah. Um, Man U beat Villa, who were high-flying at the time, and we, yeah, of course, good win. brought them back down to earth with us. <laughs> who else? You've had City. City have had a mixed bag since their return. Arsenal, the wheels have well and truly come off. Mm-hmm. Arsenal lost 2-0 to West Ham on the 29th of December, and then lost 2-1 to Fulham on the 1st yeah. of Jan, and have now lost 2-0 to Liverpool. So three losses. Uh, Liverpool beat Newcastle 4-2. 2nd of January mm-hmm. Notts Forest beat Man U 2-1 but we weren't trying for that one <laughs> uh, yeah City 2-0 against Sheffield look it's pretty hard to judge where we're at with the EPL so maybe we'll just look at the upcoming games yeah um, or how about we just look at the ladder because that looks pretty good I think the, from memory we're, we're going to the table mate we're going to the table so uh, Liverpool top Congratulations Fucking again. They're in order yeah. for winning it in December, apparently. Come on. Uh, Aston Villa second on 42, three points adrift. Man City third with 40, but they've got a game in hand. Um, so they're right in the mix again. Arsenal <laughs> bottled it. They're 40 points, fourth place, 20 games played. So yeah, right. pretty much done. Call it a day there. Spurs, 39 points. They've dropped off as well. So there's now from fifth to top, there's six points in it. Which, yeah, right. Yeah, not too bad. But the bottom of the table is where it's really at. And you got Sheffield United, nine points. They're brock bottom. Burnley, 11 points, second bottom. Luton, 15 points, third bottom. And <sighs> Everton, even with their 10-point reduction, 16 points just outside the drop zone. Yeah, right. All to play for. Um, Absolutely. It's going to be a funny few weeks in the EPL because it does quieten up a bit. um, And while the EPL is going on, some players are heading to the African Cup of Nations. Yep. And the Asian Cup of Nations, which goes Mm -hmm. on 
pretty much simultaneously. The African Cup of Nations is 13th of Jan until the 11th of Feb, so about a month. Um, yeah, right. Asian Cup, 12th of Jan until the 10th of Feb, so slightly. Lots, lots of quality players would be out. Yeah, well, teams. Um, who do you reckon's hit hardest with African players in the Premier League? Who would be your guess be? Right. Um, mm, who who would be hit the hardest? Um, I bet you won't get it, mate. Well, I bet it is not Wolverhampton because they have lots of Portuguese players. Yeah. Um, is it Arsenal? It is not Arsenal. I'll uh, I'll help you out here, mate. It's Nottingham Forest. They is have it? Eight players eligible for the African Cup of Nations. Wow. I think there's a couple injuries there, so six will be gone, and two are either not selected or injured or whatever it may be. Fuck! They can't really afford to lose players, can they? No, no. Well, they did alright against <laughs> Man U uh, without them or with them, but yeah. <laughs> And Asian Cup, the one that's also going on at the same time. There's mm-hmm. five Premier League players that will be going to the Asian Cup of Nations. Yeah, right. Can you name them all? Can I name them all? Yeah, um, five players. Whew. Uh, all right, let's ha- let's try. Um, Asian Cup of Nations, so you'd think in Japan. Um, Wataru Endo? Correct, there's one. Um, Plays for Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Massive loss. Yeah, very good player. Um, Son. Son is correct. For um, South Korea. Oh, uh, what's his name from Brighton? The uh, the Mitoma. Mitoma, yeah. Um, Uh, Mitosis, the powerhouse of the cell. Or Huang from Wolves. It's mitochondria. Um, Huang (laughs) He Chan. Yes, that's correct. That's four. Can you get the last one? Oh, fuck. Um, Asian, 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 Asian country. It's not Mares because he's not at. Um, because he's not anymore. Asian, correct. Yep, he's Algerian. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Chalk me. Uh, what country is it? He's from Japan. Oh, is that Matoma, Endo, and oh yeah, uh, from Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Tommy uh, Tomiyashi Tommy <laughs> Tomiyashi Tomiyasu. How do you pronounce T- his name? Tomiyasu is correct. Tomiyasu, yeah. Uh, Takeshi's Castle. Tomiyasu, his name is. Yeah. Um, no, that's yeah, that's wrong to say that. Um, but he is uh, going to. That was all of them actually. I'm impressed. I now did not, I, I didn't think you'd get that. So fair play. Thanks, mate. Um, so good work, mate. And the other big thing that's happened in football is the transfer window is open. Bang! Anything happened or? It's been pretty quiet so far. I think Wern has agreed to join Tottenham on loan. Oh. Timo Leipzig, yeah. Will yeah, it happen right. for him at Tottenham, or will it be a similar story to Chelsea? Is my question to you. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe under Ange, she seems to get 
a lot out of his players, so maybe that that'll be a good move for him. We'll see. Probably helps getting in there while Son's at the Asian Cup of Nations, so fills that sure. void. For sure. And Van der Beek, the man that arrived with a big uh, reputation. A lot of expectation, hey. A lot of expectation. Uh, never saw the best of him. Never saw much of him, to be fair. At Man United, yeah. At Man U, yeah. He's gone on loan to Frankfurt, and I think there's an option to buy at the end if it all goes well. Um, just very disappointing. Congra- whole... Congrats to him, just being able to get out of that club, out of that situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty shit, really. Shit situation for him. I feel like it's robbed his confidence. Um, yeah. So hopefully he can find his form again and, and get some confidence playing for Frankfurt because I think he's got a lot about him and it's a shame what's happened at Man U with him. So never given the opportunity to impress, sadly. Don't know why they bought him. <laughs> Not sure Fair what enough. that was about. Um, but yeah, not not many other big signings, but I will keep you informed as they come in. Thanks for that, mate. And we've got next week's fixtures in the Premier League. Let's have a quick look. before. Oh, man, you play Tottenham next. Oh, Saturday, game. 13th of Jan. That's this next coming week, isn't it? That is, Ooh. yeah. You've got Liverpool v Bournemouth. Brighton Wolves, Sheffield United West Ham, Arsenal Palace, Man U Tottenham. The big Ange uh, comes to Manchester, eh? Bang. The Greek Freak. Greek and freak. Newcastle v Man City is another one to watch. Interesting. Nice. I will keep you posted on what happens in those. Good stuff, mate. Well done. No problem, mate. Thanks for listening. Oh, though, actually... Actually, before I move on, mate, I did. I had added this to the agenda. Arsenal will wear white at home for the first time in their history this weekend. I saw this. Very interesting. Yeah, I thought that was cool. As part of their No More Red campaign, both the women's and men's sides will wear the shirt drained of its distinctive red. No More Red was launched in January 2022 to support the long-standing work undertaken by Arsenal to help keep young people safe from knife crime and youth violence. Yeah. No, Very good, cool. Good on them. Yeah, I thought it looked cool as well. Yeah, can't, I mean, the picture's in black and white, so you can't tell anyway. Well, but, you um, can, I, I, I saw it in the game that they played it in. So Was it today? Yeah, they, they wore it against Liverpool in the uh, FA Cup game. Cool. Nice look to it, was it? Yeah, it was interesting. Like You could like not see the badge or the numbers or anything but it was yeah it was it was different so i like yeah you love to see this when uh teams have a a cause and a reason for doing things and uh bring publicity to those things for sure i think that's a real smart campaign as well yeah lots of knife crime in london so yeah good advocates for that charity nice stuff mate that's it from me mate we ready to move on out of epl hit the stingle All right, let's get into our What Did You Watch segment. What did you watch? Do you want to kick us off? you want me to kick it off? What are you feeling? Well, I have a proposition for you on this segment, mate. Go on, mate. I think it would be nice for us to watch the same thing. Oh. Yeah, and then we break it down together and our opinions on that. 
All right, well, that is a good suggestion for next week then. Obviously we not this week. Yeah. All right, yeah. We'll, we'll take that into consideration for next week. And then that potentially opens up mailbag options for ones that they want us, they being the, the audience, want us to, to watch and review. Okay. So, yeah, I'm All thinking right. possible moving forward option. Anyway... What did I watch this week? I watched the movie you said not to watch, um, but we won't get into that. I thought it was better than you thought it was. Uh, but I'd watched the One for documentary. Have you seen this one on uh, Netflix, I think it is? No, nah, can you just explain what movie you're fucking talking about? Which movie? This was a documentary. Wait, you just said you watched the movie I told you not to watch. Yeah, I did. And I said I'm not getting into that because I thought it was better than you oh, thought it was. Oh, I thought you were about to talk about that. Sorry. No. Right. But what movie was that again? Um, Oh, that one with fucking Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke. Something about Leave the World Behind or something. Yeah, that's the one. I think Leave yeah. the World Behind. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Um, So, okay. yeah. But I watched the documentary on One Four, who are the drill rap group from Sydney. The western suburbs of Sydney. Shout out the Giants. Oh, yeah. No, I've not seen this. Uh, it's on Netflix. It is, yeah, like a documentary that sort of follows the rise and success of them as a drill rap group. In... They're not They're not the ones that do Send It. I think that is them, yeah. Never Above, Never Below. Yeah, do, yeah, do, that one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's about them... Um, and they're obviously their sort of upbringing and growing up in Western Sydney and they're, I guess, dabbling in crime and sort of run-ins with the law um, and it has subsequently sort of prevented them from being as successful like in the mainstream way um, as they could be. Like they've been very limited in how many shows they're able to do and stuff like that and it was pretty interesting. Yeah, right. So yeah, if you're into your your drill rap or your Aussie music, it might be one to watch if you're interested in that. I just I like the name of that for a genre, drill. Yeah, well, it's originally from I think the UK. Mm. Um, it's similar. To, it's similar to off. grime, isn't it? Yeah, 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 very similar. Like drill and grime is yeah very similar genre, and they sort of pioneered it in Australia as one of the sort of main groups to get success here. Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, interesting watch. What did you watch, mate? Mate, I went. Uh, I went to the cinema and watched probably could slaughter in my top five greatest films of all time. Oh, ever? Ever? I fucking loved it. Oh, I love this. Um, I love this director and and movie maker. I guess. Um, yeah. You, okay. you heard of Yorgos Lanthimos? That was week five Croatian Weather of the Week, correct? <laughs> uh, no, nah, you, you, I think you saw, I think we watched Lobster together, did we? The Lobster? Yeah, the Lobster. With, with Colin Farrell? Yeah, yeah. Is that the one where you got to be with a partner? Yeah, or if not, if you don't find love, you have to become an animal of your choice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's known for like, he's really wacky like absurd type films he does um killing of a sacred deer i don't know if you've seen yeah, that. yeah barry yeah, keegan yeah. who's in that unbelievable movie um dog tooth he's yeah he's 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 probably my favorite director i love all the movies that he's uh, made and 
this movie came out a few weeks ago, so I was very keen to go see it. It's with um, Emma Stone. It's got um, Mark Ruffalo. Um, oh, it's got yeah, yeah. Willem Dafoe in it. So a really good cast. It's like a... He actually didn't write this movie. It's based off a book. He usually writes his own films, but it's based off a book. Um, sort of like a Frankenstein type story, if you will. Oh, yep. Um, but yeah, it, it's just amazing. Like aesthetically beautiful. Like I think he's really taken a step forward with like the aesthetics and he's, it's just a wonderfully colored film. Um, yeah, it's got like steampunk vibes with like sort of really abstract futuristic costume design and stuff. I don't know. It's just, yeah, aesthetically wonderful. The sound was amazing. The narrative was just beautiful. Um, and it was just, it was really funny as well. I think it was his funniest, funniest movie. Emma Stone goes absolutely all out. She has mm. to has to win an Oscar for it, I think. Really? Yeah, in, in, an incredible incredible um performance she's this this uh woman who has killed herself and has been reanimated by this um this scientist who finds her body and finds a way to bring her back to life and she progresses from like having the mind of an infant to 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 navigating the world and growing up as a as a woman um and just the way that she did that was just excellent um and yeah, I don't know. It's just a it's a great movie. It's a great social commentary take on the negative influence of the patriarchy, which has been pretty prevalent in recent um, cinema. I think there's been a lot of movies that have come out recently that have sort of shown toxic masculinity and in, in our culture, like with that "Don't Worry, Darling" movie and and Barbie as well. Um, so I think it was another sort of trek in that way with this movie but yeah i could talk for days about it um, oh i clearly. can't tell man. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly um go see it it's fucking phenomenal um yeah absolutely absurd i definitely uh watch it with caution there's some really really bizarre and full frontal scenes but um yeah how long long was the movie mate? i think it was like two hours so just short of this just short of your explanation of it i've just watched it in the time you talked about it oh god yeah go see it poor thing there you go well uh i'll be adding that one on my list but we won't review that next week because you reviewed it this week (laughs) all right let's we'll do a quick uh saga of the week then because that took way longer than i well you know i knew it was gonna be long i don't give a fuck i don't want (laughs) Talk about that for ages. <laughs> Song of the week for What's ages. Yours? When did you see it? I saw it two two weeks ago. Yeah, so it's not really. A, what What did you watch this week? It's like what did you watch a couple of weeks ago? Well, yeah, clearly I've been hanging on to it for a while because I just wanted to talk about it. Yeah, fair play. All right, what's your what's your song of the week, mate? My song of the week, I'm taking you to Bristol in England. Oh, I think, it I, a, I think I know where you're going here. It is a band called Idols, I-D-L-E-S. What a band. And the song is called Stendhal Syndrome. Nice. It is a banger. Um, and I wanted to ask you, mate, because I know you're into your definitions, what is Stendhal Syndrome? 
I would not have a clue. I'm guessing it is a sickness of some sort and syndrome gives me that vibe there. Ooh, it is. Uh, I did Google it, but I can't really find where my tab was. It's basically when art makes you sick. Yeah, right. So there's substantial evidence that Stendhal syndrome is real and unique to Florence in Italy. It is named after one of the earliest recorded cases when the French novelist and critic Stendhal made himself sick on art in 1817 in Florence. Yeah, right. You know but what? it's yeah, it's like symptoms of dizziness and heart trouble in galleries, like while sort of looking at art. So fucking hell, bit wild. Yeah, I've just discovered that as well. Not um, not just someone who has like was feeling a bit faint and ended up in an art museum or no like you know when you play me some of your demos for your songs and i and i feel sick it's not in a good way like that yeah right fair enough uh no but yeah that is stendhal syndrome is the song and it's not all related to that that i'm aware of but uh yeah good track for me this week what's yours cool mine is from one of my all-time favourite bands, local Aussie band from Melbourne. Yeah, baby. They are the Smith Street Band. Um, and this track is off their most recent album, Life After Football. And it is called I Don't Want to Do Nothing Forever. And it is an absolute bop. It's been I've been listening to a lot of Smith Street recently and... Yeah, this song I've been coming back to a lot and this this new album of theirs, so give it a listen. Not super relevant to your life, that song, though, is it? Because I feel like nah. you do want to do nothing oh, forever. I absolutely would love to find a way to do nothing forever. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll I'll get there. And their album name, Life After Football, that is relevant right now, isn't it? That's... No footy on at the minute, so we are winding our way through the the lives of each other that's it and uh hopefully we'll be live with football very soon 60 days ain't 60 days baby who's counting (laughs) all right let's let's move on to everyone's favorite segment the isaac rankings it's ranking time all right mate Isaac rankings, we've got uh, another interesting topic. <laughs> um, Man, that, that, that ice cream topic has touched a bone of many people. Um, it has. I'm loving the, the ice cream debate back and forth. Struck a chord. Um, yeah. It's very it's polarizing. Keep, keep your polarizing opinions coming in and we will document Absolutely. them. Keep yeah. Alex honest. And make sure he understands Rocky Road does not fucking exist as an ice cream. Yeah, whatever. Or cookie say, dough. Mate. Cookie dough, yeah. What is Argentina's favourite flavour of ice cream, mate? Messy. Cookie dough. It's not. That's factual. I found that on a trivia quiz. But this is not about, we're not holding on to past no, rankings. We're, this on. Is, we're living in the future. This is life after football. And uh, we're living in that dream right now. And it is pasta. Not sauces, not flavours or nothing like that. The shapes of your pasta. What are your favourite few shapes of pasta? 
<laughs> and it's not pasta as well. It's pasta. But anyway. Pasta. Pasta, yep. there we go. Yeah, nah, look, good one. Obviously, an easy one for me being uh, half Italian, so I've had my fair share of pasta over the years. Yeah. But um, I'm interested to um, see what you've got for us, mate. Yeah, I am interested as well, mate. As an Englishman, um, you know, it's usually roast, 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 so... Yep, 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 yep. But we are known to roast a pasta shape. I am? No, not, not often, actually. <laughs> um, that would probably make it very dry and crispy, kind of like your horrible. conversations. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kick us off then, you big entertainer. <laughs> I'm going to be <laughs> big entertainer. That is so I've never been called before. <laughs> big entertainer. Oh, brilliant. Um, I'm going to go just simple penne is number five. Penne number five. It's you. nice. It's doable. Some of your sauce can get caught in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Adds to the flavour. <laughs> oh, unreal. I'm going to do that on purpose now. Scoop up the sauce with a hole in the penne. It's a pain in the ass when it splits, though. You know, you get the yeah. old one split and goes flat. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Nah, that's a, that's a good one. Yep. Um, Alright, my number five would be ravioli. Oh, is that a shape? Is this going to be polarising as well? Wait, is penne a fucking shape? I don't know what that means in Italian, but possibly. It's not a fucking shape, is it? It's just a type of pasta. But, oh, nah, it just... Ravioli is your pillow-shaped pasta, mate. Alright, yeah. Go on then, you can I, I, what? I don't understand how that's not a type of pasta. Spit it out, mate. <laughs> oh god ravioli is a type of pasta and it is my number five okay uh is gnocchi gonna feature on yours mate it's probably the most shape like pasta isn't it it's a almost a circle yeah but it's not pasta it's potato Oh, yeah, look it's not on my list but oh that is another debate that is another debate in itself but anyway, fuck it. What's your next one? Number, Number four, four for me is curly fettuccine. What shape is that, mate? It's curly, mate. Fuck, man. This is <laughs> unreal. The shit you make up. I'm um, trying to find out what it is in Italian because it's obviously not curly fettuccine. You don't see Italians walk around going, give us a curly fettuccine, mate. Um, <laughs> I think... I don't think fettuccine translates to curly either. Um, no, but it's because fettuccine is kind of like this, the long strips. It's a, yeah, yeah. And no, this I, one's got like ribbon edges. Yeah. And I think I found the Italian, which is mafalde. All right. So I think well, it's mafalde is what I like. Nice, mate. So, but it's curly fettuccine. If you go to the shops, it's curly fettuccine. It's delicious. Sick. All right. Good stuff, man. Number four. All right. My number four is rigatoni. Oh, yeah. Should have been higher. Which is like a big penne, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is. And that, you know, I said you get a bit stuck in the middle. Yeah, a lot. You get a lot there. stuck in the middle yeah. with the rigatoni. It's like a fucking sauce sandwich, isn't it? Yeah. With the rigatonis. Yeah. 
Yep, 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 yep. Um, but yeah, that's that's my number four, mate. Uh, what have you got for number three? It must be said that the shape of your pasta, it does like it does matter what the sauce is. So I guess we're going with a basic sort of bolognese sauce here, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, the the two I mentioned there, I do like with your standard bolognese's. Yep. Yep. Number three for me. Is it three? Yep. Yep. You know the you know the wheels. <laughs> yeah. Those wheels again, bits can get stuck in there, which is kind of delightful. It's like a little delightful puzzle you have to get out. Um, but I'd go the wheels as my number three. Do, do what is the Italian word for them? Do you know? The wheels. <laughs> That's Correct. also the Welsh, definitely. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, number three, I guess, if you're a fucking child, Will Pasta. Um, mine, you've already mentioned this one as your number four, but I didn't have curly fettuccine. I've just got fettuccine. Okay. But I might add, I do like, I think fettuccine is best with a carbonara sauce, yeah, like a creamy. white sauce. Yeah, 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 that's my thoughts exactly, mate. One thing we can agree on. Yeah. No, Mate, next time you try your normal fettuccine and your, your vegan carbonara, chuck some curls on there. How, how does it become curly after you fucking, like, boil it? Well, it starts it. curly and it just softens up, mate. That's yeah. how pasta works. I understand that. Um, and the other <laughs> thing is curls get the girls, mate. Cool. Um, <laughs> number two for me is... Arigatoni. Oh, nice. Again, I've got the baby brother at number five because it's it's not as good as the big brother, um, which is the opposite of your family where the younger brother's actually better. But rigatoni, again, we've mentioned it. It's a little parcel full of deliciousness. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's a big old tube of love. Yeah, it's an elite pasta in it, the old rigatones. It is. It's very good. Not nah, good stuff, mate. Um... Alright, my number two. Um, oh, you're gonna hate me for this one then. I've put penne as number one, as number two. Oh, so you've gone the opposite way around. I've gone the opposite, yeah. I guess it doesn't matter how much sauce gets stuck in the holes for me, because yeah, you're gonna eat the sauce regardless. Um, regardless, is that another type of. <laughs> <laughs> regardless. <laughs> oh, chuck me. Um, yeah, nah, number two, penne. I just love its versatility, mate. You can have it with anything. Yeah. In yeah, fact, one. in yeah. fact, in some countries, i.e. America, you can have it on a fucking pizza. You can, you know what I was thinking the other day? The broccoli on a pasta. Oh, you, uh, you know I love my broccoli pasta. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. That brings yeah. up some traumatic memories. <laughs> Dishes in the sink for weeks. Bits of broccoli stuck on the outside. <laughs> Yeah, nah, the broccoli pasta is elite, especially with the penne. Yep. On to number one. Number one, mate. What do you got for us? Number one is... Give me a drum roll, mate. <laughs> it is large spirals. Large not, spirals? Not small spirals. Large mm-hmm. spirals. And what, what... How do you say large... Like, what's the pasta name, do you know? Um, yeah, I think it's Labaghetta Spirali. 
Correct. No, uh, it is not that, but it is delicious. And it's got lots of ridges and edges. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's good and it's chonky, you know. Nice stuff, mate. Good. Delicious. Have you had it? Yeah, I do like the spirals. I don't. No, I'm, but the big ones. No, I don't think I've ever had the big spirals, to be fair. I've not had the larguetas <laughs> spirals. Um, an honourable mention is shells. Yeah. You shells. Know the, the big shells. Yeah, I do like them. They're good, but They're yeah, good. there's nothing worse than with the shells than when they stick together. Oh, yeah, and then they're not shells hey, anymore; yeah, they're rocks, aren't they? When that happens, it's worse than when you put salt in your tea when you, yeah. when you put sugar there. Yeah, no, I'm with you there, mate. Good stuff. Um, horrible. Yeah, sorry to traumatize everyone. No, all good, mate. Um, all right, so I'm going to go with my honourable mention first, which is spaghetti. Yeah. Like, it's just the, o- it's the OG, and it's just, I don't think there's many sensory things out there that quite compare to when you get spaghetti on a fork and then you spin it in your spoon. Oh, yeah. You ever done that? Yeah, I have, yeah. And then it, like makes it curl up so it's like a perfect like size. Like a curly, that... it gets curly? Nah, it just gets like in this little spiral with, and then it's like perfect size to fit in your mouth. So you like curly in spirals, that's actually a top. No. I don't think you're understanding what I'm well, saying you're here. You're just saying the texture becomes curly. No, it's not about the texture, it's just about instead of it being long and you have to fucking slurp it to fit in your mouth, you spin it on the spoon so it all comes together in like a little bunch and you can fit it perfectly in your mouth. Yeah. Have you seen Lady and the Tramp? I have. One of the have most romantic seen... movies ever. Yeah, have you seen that where they, you know, they suck the, slap the spaghetti up until they're uh, smooching? I have, mate. And I've, I, I hope we can <laughs> re, uh, reanimate that scene together one day. Cause that yeah, is... maybe when you've not got COVID. Your dad will do it again. (laughs) 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 Oh, fuck. Alright, my number one is... I don't know, maybe you've not had these before. Um, I hope you have, because it is... Tortellini. Tortellini. Have you ever had a tortellini? They're like sort of donut shaped. They got like... Like a hole in the middle. They're like a circle... With a hole in the middle. Oh, I don't know that. That doesn't really ring any bells to me. That. Yeah, right. Do yourself a favour and have some tortellinis, mate. Mm. Yeah. They're unreal. Tortellini. I might they're like that they're like an list. inside out ravioli, really. Tortellini. I want to Google it. Give it a Google, mate. Give it a give it a whirl because it is elite. It's an elite pasta. Tortellini, stuffed pasta, so you really, oh no, tortellini, yeah, I've had that. That is elite, but again, I just feel like it always hinges on the inside of it, and that's the same thing you've done with ravioli, I feel like you've jeopardised this segment again. No, but you're telling me you like penne because of what's inside that and the holes, the sauce. Yeah, but I'm, nah, like, ravioli is its own meal, tortellini is its own meal. It's not an accompanying... What do you mean? Like, like, these pastas... 
I'm talking about the accompaniment thing. I can't even say that word. The accompanying pasta to a dish, like a sauce. It's not... Yeah, it's so... But like ravioli stuffed, it's got its own thing going on. That's not pasta, it's yeah, stuff still it? You don't just eat raviolis by themselves. You still have it as a pasta dish. Yeah, but I just... I, I'd, I'd understand if it was like lasagna, because that's a whole thing, isn't it? But you're, that's what a ravioli is. It's kind of like a small lasagna. <laughs> that's actually a fair point, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> Tortellini is is elite, but I I think we're gonna need a separate segment of stuffed pastas. Nah, not having it. It's still it's it's a pasta. It's your standard pasta. Well, yeah. There you have it. Another polarizing fucking Isaac rankings. Who yeah. would have thought? No. Something as simple Jones. as fucking pasta. Yep. That'll do it. On that. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> And I hope I don't speak to you until next week. Here's uh, here's to another two weeks off. Oh, yeah, no, we're not. We're, not. we're, we're back. We're back nah, for the long we'll haul. We'll be back. I uh, that is the end of this episode, unfortunately, everyone. But I really do hope you are excited that we're back and you've enjoyed this episode. And um, big things to come in 2024, isn't it, Alex? It's a yep. Yeah, it is a big year. When is Chinese New Year? No idea. But we'll check I ho- for that next uh, week. I hope it's year of the in and under. Yes. It's year of the fucking dog. <laughs> get, get a dog up, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Sis, have good stuff. Happy news, New Year's and all that. Ciao. That means bye in Italian. <laughs> <laughs>